Drop the Subject. Okay, this is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I am Allie Johnson and I am joined today not by Jarrett Hill because Jarrett is across the country in New York City. I am joined instead by Travel Anderson. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. We spoke on the phone last week, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did about gender, sexuality, all that good stuff. Yeah, because you are gender nonconforming. I am gender nonconforming, yes. And I do believe, I'm just going to assume <laughs> that you have more dresses in your closet than I do. Perhaps. <laughs> I love jumpsuits, though. Those oh, are my okay. thing. I, I'm with you on the jumpsuits. I love a good jumpsuit. I was actually going to get married in a jumpsuit. But you didn't. Well, I actually ended up finding a dress that I really liked. Oh, and oh. I was, I know, I was... I thought she was going to say, but I didn't get married. <laughs> but then I decided to just jump ship on the whole thing. No, I found a, a dress that I liked and I was like, wow, I'm... A, I'm I'm surprised at myself that I actually am trying this dress on and I, I, I like it. And then, you know, I was kind of doing that little twirl thing. And then everyone was looking at me and they were like, so are you going <laughs> to say was, yes to the dress? I was like, what am I going to what? And they were like, say yes to the <laughs> And I was like, I don't know how this works because I didn't watch the show. Um, but thank you so much for joining me and hanging with me on the air today. I'm excited. Uh, you are the director of culture and entertainment, right? Yes, at for Out, Out magazine. magazine. So is that you're deciding what goes into that magazine? Well, correct? I wouldn't go that far. There are other people above me, okay, <laughs> who make some of those decisions. But I, you know, I I have a say. So let's go with that. Okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because I know last time we. we this is our first time meeting in person, but we did talk last last week about some of the uh, about the term gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. And I'm so fascinated by some terms like everyday terms and colloquialisms that are now kind of deemed taboo or passe or maybe antiquated. Mm. And I wanted to specifically ask you, because Jared and I have talked about this a little bit. Um, we touched on it, I think, a couple weeks back. I say, hey, guys. Ah. on a regular basis, just kind of subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what your opinion is about that term. And when, Because I, I was with some friends uh, a few weeks back, and then I, I, I met with a, another group of people that I didn't know. They mm-hmm. were new friends. And when um, when I said bye, I was like, all right, bye, guys. And, and I could see someone being like, oh, like, n- not uh-huh. like, oh, you, who the hell are you for saying that horrible word? But it just kind of... I could tell there was like a glitch in mm-hmm. their brain that was like, hmm, no, I don't like, love that term. That's so. interesting. I think I feel like I only think about that term and not using it when I'm in like a group, particularly of like trans folks, trans and GNC folks. Because okay. I think I think in those types of communities, language is is more important, I guess. Um, so you're just using a different filter, I guess, yes, when you're speaking. Yes, it's a different filter. Um, but I think it's also, it just depends on like who you are and who you're in community with, like whether you use it or not. I, I still use it, um, but I try not to use it in spaces where I know um, there are people who like might have an issue with, you know, right. male-oriented type Language. What about if you're talking to a group of women that aren't mm-hmm. necessarily trans or GNC, but just a group of women who are yeah. more, you know, probably straight women or whatever, or I mean, queer women, I guess would be fine too. But if you're saying, hey, like I've said to a group of girls, like, hey, hey guys, even though I should be like, hey ladies. Right. And I'm like, is that, should I not use that in that scenario? Either? My default is always, I do something to the effect of like, hey guys and gals and everybody else, you know, because I, I think that's just because of how I move through the world. Like I want to make space for whoever's in the group, no matter 
matter where they are on All, the spectrum everyone. that day. So yeah, I do hey guys, gals, and everybody else. I uh, This is where I kind of wish I was from Texas, because I wish I was using the y'all Oh y'all! Oh yes, I do regularly. y'all all the time. Because y'all, I feel like I don't. I, I I mean, I'm from California, so I don't really feel like I'm like, hey y'all. <laughs> hey, I feel y'all. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a little weird for me to make that transition now. But I have another friend from Texas who uses it all the time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, you really didn't have to change anything. It really still works. It's not gender. I'm from South Carolina, so like that's my lexicon as well. Oh, okay, um, it's a thing, but it's like it's not gendered, right? So it's like you can say it for anyone. So do you? Are you? Uh, do you frequent South Carolina now or do you stay the hell out of there? I stay the hell out. However, I was just there two weeks ago. My little sister graduated from high school um, and that was an experience. Not a bad experience, but just it's always an experience when I go back to South Carolina. Right. Um, Just because you see how much things like haven't changed and I have changed and it's just it's just always like disorienting in a way yeah I I actually want to continue talking about South Carolina because I've been there (laughs) and I went there for to cover a NASCAR event and it was a very interesting scenario sounds like it yeah so uh, but lots to get into on the show today we're going to learn from the animals of course it's just the tip Tuesday where we share tips tricks life hacks life advice things like that and uh, Travell Anderson will be with me all show long. Very happy to have you here. Glad to be here. And uh, you're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and special guest Travell Anderson. Hello, hello, hello. We've been getting to know each other off the air. We're here BFFs in, now. Yeah, <laughs> off the air in the channel Q studio. We were talking about uh, fake meat. Are you somebody who is a vegetarian or vegan? I don't even know what those words mean. <laughs> I am a carnivore. I love meat, bacon to be specific, and chicken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't do fake meat. Like, no. I have never uh, ever been vegetarian and I never plan to. My wife sometimes decides that she doesn't want to eat certain things when she, like, sees a really cute, like, cow. She's just like, I cannot eat steak ever again. And then, you know, like, three weeks later, she's eating a cheeseburger. And I'm like, honey, you remember when you said you weren't going to eat cheeseburgers? It's fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I've never been somebody who could possibly, even cutting out something as simple as cheese, would be impossible. But why I don't would wanna... you do that? Why would you even want to cut out the beauty that is cheese? Because it's bad. This is our, it's our first interaction this morning when you walked into the green room and I said, sorry, I've been feeling so overwhelmed. I, you know, I've been working a lot. We've been obviously on extended hours here at Channel Q, which and has she been great. Out, it's just been a lot. And but... she pulled out a string cheese. And you sa- and then you said, Travel Anderson, you said to me, everything is okay because you have a string cheese. Voila. And I said... It's the great you- equalizer. It <laughs> brings up all attitudes. You are right. <laughs> but this beyond me, the reason we were talking about this is because I, uh, I, it's not like I'm a big stock market person or anything like that, but I saw Beyond Meat go public and I was like, I gotta buy some, some Beyond Meat stock. I gotta put my <laughs> chicken stock in Such fake chicken stock. Such an adult thing to say. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy. I'm like a day trader by that. No, I don't know anything about it. All I knew was that Beyond Meat was a good one to invest in. And of course, we see these constant articles about it spreading all over the place. It's like Carl's Jr., all these different fast food. You're places. a millionaire now. I'm yeah. I mean, I've basically <laughs> uh, finally invested in something worthwhile, unlike Bitcoin that has gone the opposite way. But um, I think that it's interesting. Yesterday, I had Beyond Meat um, because I went to a salad place and there. Was a whole like summer 
menu that is not normally there. I was like, oh, a summer salad menu. And it had like fake meat in it mm-hmm. or the impossible meat or whatever it was. And I was like, I just, why would you put fake ground meat into a salad like this. I when just, you can have regular When you can have a regular meat. steak salad or something. But I was intrigued by it and I tried it and it was not bad. Mm-mm, I reject that. <laughs> you no, are judging me so I hard. I am very much so. I reject that. Every fake anything that I've had, even tofu, it all it just tastes disgusting. The texture is off. Well, and you put, made a great point uh, off the air which was once people start Recognizing that this is probably not a healthy alternative, (laughs) then it's going to really backfire because people like it's like everyone thought that vaping was the healthier alternative, right? And everyone's like, oh, you know, this is so much better than cigarettes or whatever. And yeah, it is better than cigarettes, but I think everyone was just like, it was a free for all. Everyone was vaping. You're still going to die. So like, (laughs) what does it matter? Right. It's like vaping is not the answer, which is what we're learning now. what we, what I wanted to continue talking about was that you're you're from South Carolina. Yes. Where where did you grow up in South Carolina? I'm from I was born in Charleston. That's kind of where the majority of the family is. But I was a military brat, so I've been all over the place. Oh, um, but we came back to South Carolina to Columbia for high school. So you're a military brat. I, wouldn't I have guessed am. That. So what? So so have you ever had an interest in serving in the military? Uh, no. <laughs> Why would I do that? Uh, my mother was a drill sergeant for a period of time, Whoa. and so I got all that I needed just from that. I, we, me and her have had plenty of conversations where it's like, you know, I'm not one of your soldiers. Okay, when you come back in this house, you take off that hat and you put on the mother hat. Wow. <laughs> because my, my mom is a fabulous woman, amazing woman. She was in the military for like 23 years. She retired two years ago. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just bring work home with you. And I was like, listen, I'm I'm your child, not your soldier. So, like, let's do something better about Absolutely. this. Absolutely. No, I totally understand because uh, my, my wife is in mental health she's a therapist so when we're having an argument she'll be like all right well why don't you present me with an example of how you feel and i'm like can you just stop being a therapist for a minute and be my wife for god's sake she's like i can't help it yeah i can't yeah sometimes you can't help it uh that's fascinating so yeah i i went to south carolina recently charlottesville mm-hmm. that's in south carolina correct charlottesville's in virginia charlotte is yes. in north Char- carolina okay charlotte it's is like an I hour went. from south carolina yes okay that's that's where i went i but i did go to south carolina once before that and and uh, it was I had a girlfriend at the time and she because she had family there mm-hmm. and we were walking around and it was the first time that I actually felt negative like somebody I was walking down the street holding hands with my girlfriend and someone said spare me. And I was like, whoa, because yeah. I mean, growing up in in California and then living in New York, I didn't really experience that. Mm-hmm. And that was my first kind of foray into that experience. That life, and I was well, like, "That's home." Whoa, right? So, <laughs> so I mean, so did you leave right when you turned eighteen? Were you? Yes, I went to I went to undergrad um, at Morehouse in Atlanta, um, which is like Atlanta's. It's still the South, but like it's different. It's like the black gay capital, right? right? Um, and then came out west uh, for grad school, wow. um, and then have been out here since. But yeah, got out as soon as I could. Um, but it's one of those. It's one of those places where you know the homophobia for the most part is kind of like. I don't want to say it's subtle because it's not because like they're still like, you know, calling people the F word and stuff on the streets right. and, you know, hate crimes and all of that. Um, but it's just one of those places where you, you know you're not welcome. Yeah. Um, but also I'm black. So like I was already not welcome. Right. So. <laughs> 
you're like, oh, there's a few things going on you know, that I know you're going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it is home though. So like, I still love it. The food's amazing. Um, that's kind of the the positive, you know, Bojangles. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if y'all ever heard of Bojangles out here. Yeah, but, yeah, I have. Um, a nice Bowberry biscuit. No, that when I went to Charlotte, I was my first time at Bojangles. I remember that Changed place. Changed your life, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It was really good. But you're right. It is like living in a bubble, especially when I was covering that NASCAR thing. I was like, this is a world Yikes. that I, yeah. <laughs> there was a big NRA display at the in one of the garages. I was like, okay, this is good. We were all from the Bay Area going, ay, ay, wow. Uh, okay, we have a lot more to get to on the show. Uh, we have... Uh, we have to cover the MTV Movie and TV Awards. I did not watch a moment of this, but apparently they're, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson made a big moving speech about not conforming to Hollywood, which I would like to hear more about. Uh, we're going to learn from the animals, all kinds of stuff to look forward to. So continue listening. Uh, you're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Yes, this is the new Channel Q, and yes, this is Drop the Subject. Both of those things are correct. I'm Allie Johnson, and Travell Anderson is joining me today, uh, looking fabulous. Oh, thank you. And I um, I apologize in advance because I drove, I got in my car on the way here, I was running late, and I forgot my makeup. That's all right. So Your natural am, beauty I'm is na- shining. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I needed to hear that. Uh, I was fishing for compliments, and I found one. Um, the MTV, what is it? The Movie and TV Awards. The Movie awards and TV Awards. Happened last night. I feel like these awards shows happen now, and I have no idea that they're even happening. Maybe it's because TV is not really a thing anymore. Well, that might be it. But also the MTV Movie and TV Awards, it's like, it's a throwaway award show. Like, I hate to say it that way. It's a burner award show. Like, no one really cares. Like, they give all of the awards to, like, the Avengers. And so it's like, ugh. So, okay. So what's, what do we care least about? Is it the People's Choice Awards? Is that below the MTV Awards? Or is that, because the People's Choice, I feel like, is a real, like, I don't really care care what the people think <laughs> <laughs> who cares about the people yeah. <laughs> you know I'm just saying like it will always be just the most popular movie it's not necessarily going to be the best movie that's right. why I don't like the people's choice awards well I think that's... they're like this person was hot and I liked watching her kiss that guy so you win I think that's similar with the MTV movie and TV awards it's okay. just like it's 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 supposed to be the antithesis of award season right and so like they give all of the awards to the event Avengers. They have an award like best kiss or best fight. You know those types of categories. Right. So, like, no one really cares. Like yeah, c- categories that people like in high school would make. It very very high school. Very like what is what do they call Generation Z? What, right, whatever yeah, those generation, kids yeah, are. Yeah. Most likely um, to make another multi million dollar movie. Basically right? right. So like this year, like I said, all of the awards went to Avengers Endgame. It got best movie. Lady Gaga got best performance in a movie. Oh, oh I should say one Wait, thing. Wait, did she get Best Actress? Yeah, well, so what they do is, a couple years ago, they degendered all of their categories. So it's just Best Performance, it's oh, just Best Singer, you know, that. those types of things. Yes, and I did so hear about that. in her category, it was she was against Amanda Stenberg for The Hate You Give, Lapita Nyong'o for Us, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and Sandra Bullock for Bird Box. Okay, um, well, all those were better 
performances, in my opinion. Well, you know, it's Lady Gaga. You know, she sang, she played herself. I'm like, sure it takes that's a what lot. they said. It takes a lot to do it that. It takes a lot to just be you in it's front very of the screen. Hard. Yeah. You saw her Met Gala looks, okay? <laughs> I mean, they made up for it. Yeah, I, I think that that's that's what this is. It's people making up for the fact that they were like, Lady Gaga should have gotten that one. And it's like, but it's not really about her acting ability. Her acting actually kind of sucked in that movie. It was just kind of her singing and playing yeah. herself, like you said. Fabulous singer, uh, and I, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, uh, interesting. Okay. We can uh, work on the acting. Okay. Game of Thrones won Best Show. All right, well, that I agree with um, Best performance in a show went to Elizabeth Moss. Worst ending. Handmaid's... <laughs> I'm not a Game of Thrones person. I've seen one episode. Oh, really? um, And it was the Red Wedding, and I was like, oh, this is too much. I'm done. You, uh, Jarrett said the same thing. He said he's he's barely ever seen Game of Thrones, but the ones that he saw were like the ones where everybody dies. And I was like, why would you randomly watch that one? Because everybody was talking about it at the time, and I was like, oh my God, I've got to check out this show. And then you watched that episode and said, nope. Yep. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Um, the best kiss category went to Noah Centineo and Lena Condor from To All the Boys I Loved Before, that Netflix show. Oh, um, I've never seen that. Okay. It, it's really cute. It's really cute. Okay. Um, and let's see here. Um, in the biggest Pride Month upset, um, best breakthrough performance went to Noah from To All the Boys I Loved Before, beating out MJ Rodriguez from Black. Uh, who plays Blanca on Pose. She should have won. Oh, um, But let's see. Who else is here? Best Fight. Again, goes to Captain Marvel versus Minerva. Um, also in this category, I really love Ruth Bader Ginsburg versus Inequality. Oh, yeah. she she Didn't she win for something? She she did win for Best Real Life Hero. Okay. So now we're just going beyond TV. <laughs> so that's like the MTV movie, TV, and life in general awards. Well, sometimes you just got to give people, you know, their core. Points, right? Yeah, it's a free for all. Um, most memeable moment went to The Bachelor. Most. Me- oh, um, I right. told you this is something that yeah, you should is... not even care about. You're a hundred. You're hundred um, percent right. See, sometimes I'm kidding. like, am I missing out on like pop culture things? And then I, I'm like, did I miss out on watching this? Because I see the, I just see the headlines the next day, and it's like Lizzo performs for the first time on TV. I'm like, oh my god, that's great. I wish Her I had seen it. Performance was amazing. Okay, I saw the clips this morning as well. She kind of did an homage to Sister Act Two which is like the best movie alive. Yes. Um, and it, it was so good. We love Lizzo. Okay, yeah. And and I love Sister Act 2 as well. It's actually one of the better sequels. Yes. that It is the perfect example of a sequel that was better than the original. You know, I have both on DVD, by the way. <laughs> really? Very much so. I actually, yeah, I used to sing along to that soundtrack. It's so good. You can literally put the soundtrack on and like it still hits. Those are bangers, okay? <laughs> But like, uh, I my dad just saw M, the new Men in Black, and mm. he was like, it wasn't as good as Men in Black Two, and I was like, Men in Black Two, <laughs> and apparently he said that that, that was better than the original. That's what he was saying. Oh, and I was like, really? That's a choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a dad choice. Uh, all right, we will learn from the animals when we get back. Puppy dog eyes. Apparently, there's a history and a science behind puppy dog eyes, and with learning from the animals, we like to learn, you know, scientific facts about wildlife and then we apply it to our own lives because we can learn a lot from the animals they're smarter than us in a lot of ways so we'll get to that and a lot more you're listening to drop the subject on your radio and on radio.com stick around drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject 
Okay, this is the new Channel Q, and this is the new Drop the Subject. It's ever-changing. You never know who's going to be in this seat. It's like musical chairs. Uh, I'm Allie Johnson. I'm joined by Travel Anderson. Hello. And uh, I love your dress, by the way. Thank I don't, I'm you. Not, I'm, I, this is the second time I brought up the dress. But you it's did. because I don't own a lot of dresses. The only dresses that I own are, four we- are wedding-related. <laughs> And I have a wedding this Friday that I'm supposed to go to, and I'm like, let's go back to this, <laughs> let's go back to the old the dress old closet. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times will you wear the same dress? Uh, I feel like it's always hard because you know you take pictures and stuff, and then the world sees the pictures. It's true. And you're like, ugh, I just wore this three weeks ago. <laughs> I don't want to wear it again. Right. But it's like, do I want to go shopping? No. But, but what's nice is that at least you keep track. I don't keep track. <laughs> and then I'll post like another wedding picture. And I'm like, wait, I'm saying wearing the same thing as that other wedding that I was in. Or I'm like, maybe this wedding was like two years ago. So then I can cycle it back again. Yes. Two years is fine. Okay. I feel like six months is fine. Six months is fine? Like, I think I feel like six months is fine. Like people forget. I feel like people forget after like three months. Oh, God. But like push it to six just to wow. be safe. Wow. Oh, okay. Good. I'm safer than I thought then. <laughs> uh, awesome. Now I know what I'm going to wear this Friday. It's perfect. Okay. Uh, we have to do the headline portion of News It or Lose It. So what's going to happen is, Travel. here's how it works. I'm going to give you five headlines. Mm-hmm. You, in your honest opinion, you decide what we news and what we dis- and what you decide to news, we will dig into more detail in the next, uh, at the top of the next hour. Mm-hmm. What you say, lose it, we will never speak of it again. We just kind of move on and pretend like it never happened. Gotcha. Okay? okay, news it or lose it. Here we go. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay, Travel, here is your first headline. Cocaine laced with levamisol eats away at your flesh. Uh, news it. <laughs> Flesh-eating cocaine? Of course, sign me up. Uh, I guess that'll get you off the drug pretty quickly. Uh, it ate my ear. Or I guess it would start with your nose. Uh, okay. Uh, headline number two. Ebola's still raging. Lose it. <laughs> Rage. <laughs> Ebola. Uh, okay. We did. I was telling Justin about this story yesterday, and Justin, we actually did a baby name draft of like weird baby names that people are going to start using, and I think Ebola would be a good one to add to that arsenal. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Uh, all right. Headline number three: Bella Hadid apologizes for racist photo blunder. News it. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is actually an interesting story. I'm interested to talk about it. Okay. Uh, headline number four: Pineapple in burritos take over the pineapple pizza debate. Lose it. <laughs> Don't be doing that. <laughs> you are so offended. <laughs> I actually, I, I don't like pineapple on pizza, but pineapple and burritos I would be more on board with. If we're going to do fruit in a burrito, though, I would go mango. Because, you know, sometimes you do like the mango. Why are you looking at me like that? Because fruit is not supposed to be in your regular food. I know, but have you ever had a taco with... Uh, nope. Oh. <laughs> 
You've had a taco before. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've had ta- I've uh, had tacos with like a, ma- a pineapple or not a pineapple, mm. a mango uh, avocado salsa. It's Y'all in not- these artisan tacos. I do- <laughs> All right. I mean, something has to go on my octopus taco. Okay. And then finally, headline number five: uh, study links teen sexting with risky behavior. Duh. I mean, lose it. (laughs) Okay. So what we are going to news is two stories. Bella Hadid apologizing for her racist photo blunder. And then we're going to balance that out with cocaine laced with the veterinary drug Levimasol, which is eating away at people's flesh. Nice, well-rounded news that are losing. Yes, we're going to do it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. So we will dive into those stories when we get back. You are listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. I'm Allie and joined by Travel Anderson today. So stick around. It's going to be great. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. You know, a lot of times on these radio stations, they have DJs give cool information about the artist you just heard. That was Kaylee, uh, Haley Kiyoko. And here's a little personal story. I was at a comedy show, and a guy walked up to me afterwards and said, Oh, you're a, you're a, a, a DJ on Channel Q. It's an LGBTQ radio station. I said, Yeah, that's true. And he said, um, my, my daughter is Haley Kiyoko. And I was like, Oh, wow, that's crazy. How does she feel about Big Bang Theory ending? <laughs> And he, and he looked kind of sad, and he was like, "That's Kaylee. Hey, what is her name? Kaylee Kuoko. They're they're similar. They are basically the same name. They're the same. Come on now. But then it it helped me figure it out because I was like, "Wait, who's Haley Kuoko? Then am I crazy?" And then I looked her up, and I started listening to her music, and I was like, "Oh, I like. I actually like this music." So that helped me figure out the difference between Kaylee Kuoko and Haley Kiyoko. Maybe they need to team up and do a little duet together. Maybe not. Or, or maybe not. <laughs> maybe they could just go their separate ways and I can learn my damn names. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into News It or Lose It. Oh, gonna... Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Let's start with Bella Hadid, another person I was confused about for quite a while, but then I eventually figured out she's a young supermodel. Is that correct? That sounds right. (laughs) Okay. Or is she she just an influencer? There's a couple of Hadid. One of them's a model, and the other one's an influencer. Oh, really? There's a Bella, there's a Gigi. Okay. And Are there other ones? I I, I think that's is it. Like the Adams family? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, this one is about Bella Hadid. And she's 22 years old. She's the younger sister, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, again, I'm not super well versed in, in this world, but I it's an interesting story because she has apologized after tweeting or uh, putting something racially insensitive on Instagram. And basically the picture is of the following. She's at an airport and she's got like a nice heel on or like a boot and she puts her shoe up against an airport window and in the background you can see airplanes from Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates and she said like oh got another one like another flight or another gig or whatever it is so people got very upset because she showed the sole of her foot towards the flags on the plane's tails, which is disrespectful in the Arabic culture, spurring the hashtag Bella Hadid is racist, which I think like she apologized Ooh. afterwards 
and but people are like boycotting things that she endorses and people are like, I'm not going to do Dior or Calvin Klein anymore because Bella Hadid's racist and she endorses those products. So is this that I mean, if you if you are accidentally insensitive culturally or racially on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, do you get some kind of points in your column for not even knowing that that was a custom? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very much perplexed by this story. I just looked at the photo, and it. <sighs> okay. Um, it is good to know that we are now all being educated on right this this custom this this situation. Sure. That being said. I don't, um, I think we must provide space for people to just not know things. Yeah. I, when you said when you said that this was a racially insensitive thing, I thought it was going to be like a blackface story or, right. you know, I, I, I thought it was going to be something like that. Especially in the fashion industry. Listen, okay. I mean, there's all kinds of like <laughs> accidental and intentional things that Very are racist. That. Yes. Yeah. So, but this is this is an interesting one that um, is is I'm not saying it's not valid because it is, but. You, we gotta just provide space for people to not know things. Yeah, I mean, I'm also just amazed that a shoe picture got this much traction. But I guess that's her power well, as an listen, Instagram influencer. These Hadids don't play with their, you know, <laughs> with their their followings. I was just a little jealous. I was like, oh, another one, huh? Flying first class. Where are you going now, huh? You're taking another Calvin Klein ad. Good for you. Okay, this is insensitive to me, who does not have a modeling campaign and never has and never will. Right. You're like, I've got to work a real job. Right. You know? But I mean, she she apologized. She said, uh, you know, I, I obviously would never... Hold on, let me pull this up exactly. She said... I wanted to send a sincere apology to those who ever thought I would blame, that I would put blame on them, especially to Saudi Arabia and the UAE. This was never the case, and I hope you can understand the misunderstanding. I will be more responsible when bringing awareness to all causes. So she apologized, but people are still upset and saying, you know, that this isn't okay and, you know, apology. I don't think apologies really get you very far anymore in this they day and age. Don't. They don't get you anywhere. People just want you to be kind of like unassailable and like never do anything wrong. Um, that being said, I will say that models, um, you know, I think we joke a lot of time about models, but like because they model and they go all over the place, like you do have to be aware of a lot are, of these, right. you know, cultural situations of where you're working. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, um, I think that, on the other hand, there are some people who are just, they're doing the no apology thing. They're just like double downing on their stuff and being like, I'm not apologizing and I never right. will. Right. And I'm going to keep doing comedy even though I probably shouldn't be because, well, you know, stuff like that. Hot take. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on to flesh eating drugs. <laughs> there is some cocaine out there. I don't know. i Whoever, just watch out. If you're in Los Angeles and New York City and you're making some choices, I would um, try not to judge you. But also, I think there's a little bit of Darwinism mixed into this. So <laughs> there is some cocaine that was cut with the veterinary drug Levamisol. And it could be the culprit in a flurry of flesh-eating disease in New York and Los Angeles. The drug, which is actually used to deworm cattle, pigs, and sheep 
can rock, uh, rot the skin off of people's noses, ears, and cheeks. So, over 80% of the country's cocaine supply contains... Oh, whoa. Wow. It's probably quite a big problem, says a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, I would think so. I I just hope that this means that if you've been like struggling to like kick your habit, that like this this is your bottom. This is listen, okay. <laughs> your whole face is going to disappear. All right. Or that could make someone even more into it. You're like, man, did you hear about that stuff? It makes your face fall off. You might lose your nose. So man. cool. Let's do it, dude. Yeah. That's where the natural selection comes into play. Okay, we have to take a break. When we get back, we're going to get into a couple of the politics stories that have been circulating in this crazy world we're living in. So all that and more is to come. Stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Uh, yes, this is the new Channel Q. Drop the subject on your radio and radio.com. Of course, if you're listening at home on your phone and you have a smart speaker, why don't you go ahead and amplify this sound? All you have to do is say, hey, Alexa, play Channel Q on radio.com. She will listen to you because she's a robot. She has to. You can also follow us on Twitter at DTS Show. You can follow the station at We Are Channel Q. That's on Instagram as well. There's a lot of things going on in politics, of course. It's a exciting day every day pretty much and I just read because you know we were off the air going okay we're going to talk about some politics stuff and um, the defense secretary has left his post before it even started and uh, that would be defense secretary Patrick Shanahan has quote decided not to go forward with his confirmation process so he was the acting secretary of defense he was replacing somebody else who replaced that other person (laughs) you're keeping track at home Uh, he has done a wonderful job that's what they want us to know that that, uh, Trump I guess tweeted that he has done a wonderful job even though he wasn't really officially confirmed yet as that being in that position. He's decided not to go forward with his confirmation so he can devote more time to his family. And I'm always shocked by that because I feel like anyone in politics is doing so because they don't want to spend time with their family. <laughs> <laughs> that, that excuse is also like an obvious lie. Like right. you couldn't come with a come up with anything better than like, you want to spend time with your family. <laughs> I just want to play charades <laughs> and Monopoly with my family. And I should have thought of that when I said yes to this post before. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, so he's gone. I really wanted to, uh, and I, I feel like Jarrett would be, I, I wonder how he would do on this. I wanted to give him a list of people in Trump's administration. He has to guess whether they've been fired or not. Oh, that's hard. Because <laughs> like, a lot of people have been fired. I don't think, it, has anyone actually quit? I think that there have been some people who have resigned, but I think that it's like a resigned... Like, like with or, air quotes around yes, it. Like, like you need to go. Right, you're being asked to resign. Like Sean Spicer, okay girl, your time is up. <laughs> and then the one who replaced him is leaving too. What's right. her name? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Sanders. Sanders. Yes. yes. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yes. Goodbye to so them all. She, so then whoever is going to replace her... How, who, who knows how long they will last? Well, you know, our good friend, Mr. Donald Trump, is announcing his actual, like, kicking off his campaign yep. for re-election in Orlando today. And um, he's starting off in Florida. Well, I mean, you know, a, a southern state that's not southern, you know? <laughs> right. Um, why not? Uh, 
which is interesting because the Orlando Sentinel this morning also published an editorial saying that they have decided that they're not endorsing Donald Trump for re-election. Oh. Which, like, this is, like, kind of major because, you know, the newspapers don't do their endorsements until, like, the actual year of the election. Oh, okay. So they're um, just saying right out the gate. They're saying right out the gate, Donald Trump is not our choice. They say, <laughs> we're here to announce our endorsement for president in 2020, or at least we're who we're not endorsing, Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> Some readers will wonder how we could possibly eliminate a candidate so far before an election and before knowing the identity of his opponent, because there's no point pretending we would ever recommend that readers vote for Trump. <laughs> After two and a half years, we've seen enough. Enough of the chaos, the division, the schoolyard insults, the self-aggrandizement, the corruption, and especially the lies. Wow. I think that the new, uh, I think that non-endorse, not endorsement is the new endorsement. (laughs) It's just. That's the way to go. It's just saying, I don't know who we're endorsing, but we know it's not this They're like anybody but Trump. Yeah. Which like, same. Yeah. I mean, that should be a write-in. It's just, (laughs) just write in anyone but Trump. Anyone but Trump. Yeah. We'll take it. And then he also said something today about how he plans on uh, cracking down on immigration yet again. Oh, yeah. He said that ICE is going to be removing millions of, quote, illegal aliens, end quote, mm. next week but or this he, week. He does these things where he just kind of says things and he doesn't really know how they're supposed to happen. He's the right? king of hyperbole, right? Like, he just always just says these big, grand statements. And, like, I mean, no one's holding him accountable, so, like, he can do that. Right. Yeah. Um, No one really cares that he's saying all of this crazy stuff um, because, you know, one of the things that he's going to have to do as he kicks off this campaign is like get his base excited to actually come out and vote again, but also get new people. Right. What we've seen on the Democratic (laughs) side is that they've been, you know, rallying folks who seem to be upset, who seem to be, you Mm. know, uh, disgruntled by what they're seeing in the whatchamacallit. So Donald Trump has some work to do. Well, I think it'll be interesting to see if he could possibly get even one new voter. (laughs) It's like, who was the person who didn't vote, who like wasn't sold last time? Right. And they're like, you know what? He's done me right. He's done it this this time. He's done it just for me. He was working hard. Okay. He was working hard. (laughs) He was on that golf course, you know, every weekend trying to solve the world's problems. Yeah. I mean, just the the fact that he's going to have to try and find new voters just seems like an almost impossible task. But then again, we are living in a time where it seemed like him being elected in the first place was an impossible task. And then it happened. And then it happened. I think that's one of the interesting parts is we keep talking about like, you know, this is a crazy moment that we're living in. And it's always like that can't happen. It's like, but but it but it did. Mm -hmm. Um, And it could it could happen again. He could get reelected. Oh, yeah. There are some people that are just dead set. Like, yes. Yeah. Not that they want that. That, but they're like he. I really believe that he'll get reelected mm-hmm. just because stranger things have happened, and, and we listen. were living in a world where we thought that it was less divided than it is. Now we're, you know, it seems like we've taken a giant step backward. But really, all these glaring well, they said holes. Make America great again. So what did you expect? <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, uh, cool. Uh, well, this is drop the subject. We have a lot more to come. We do have to talk about how. Uh, this YouTuber who bought a Michigan town and renamed it Gay Hell. Does anyone want to move to Gay Hell? Or, hey, all gays are going to hell? Now it actually exists, and you can go there and you can visit it. So we will talk about what there is to see and do in Hell, Michigan. When we get back, you're listening to Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson and Travell Anderson on your radio and radio.com. 
Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Travel Anderson is keeping me company today. Thank you for joining me, Travel. Thanks for having me. Jared Hill is in New York City and he's gearing up for World Pride and he will be out for a little bit, but he will be with us back again next week. Uh, in the meantime, I am joined by all kinds of fun people. And I'm, I'm the funnest. You are the funnest. And I'm really <laughs> enjoying our time together. And we've been talking about the... Uh, about Trump running for president again, and this is something that that uh, th- this guy, what is his name, El- Elijah Daniel, a, a famous YouTuber. I'm not well versed in famous YouTubers, but he has probably the best reaction to protest Trump and the Trump administration. And I don't know, like we're on in a lot of different cities. We're on in Denver. We're on in San Francisco, the Bay Area. We're on in D- uh, Dallas. We're on in Chicago, New York. One place we are not in yet is Hell, Michigan. <laughs> and I would really like to be on in Hell, Michigan, especially since this YouTuber, Elijah Daniel, purchased it and then turned it into Gay Hell, Michigan. And he plans on flying the gay pride flags in honor of LGBTQ Pride Month. This is a fantastic story. So basically the town is about 15 miles northwest of Ann Arbor. It has a population of... Any guesses? What do you think the population of Hell, Michigan is? 250. Oh, that's high. 70. 70 70 people. people? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the same 70 people over and over? Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I wonder if this is up or down than the last year or the year before. Like, Probably are, are people down. flocking to hell? Oh, you think it's down? <laughs> Probably down. So, Somebody's grandmother died. <laughs> this guy's actually been trolling Hell, Michigan for quite a while. In 2017, he paid $100 to become the mayor of Hell for a day. That's the running rate for becoming mayor of, of Hell, Michigan. I just Michigan. looked it up. Okay, if you go go to go to hellmi.com, they have all of the information. <laughs> go to hell. M- go to hellmi.michigan.com <laughs> and you this is what you get for being for mayor of hell for the day, okay? You get a set of devil horns to wear. You get a t-shirt with mayor of hell on the front uh, and impeached on the back because you it's only for a day. You get impeached at the end of the uh, day. That's hilarious. Right? Got uh, it. You get a coffee mug. You get a badge, a wallet card. Uh, <laughs> this so is trash. They're really <laughs> So they're happening? really playing up their they're they're using the hell name as their shtick for tourism. Yes. They're like if you visit here you can pay $100 and be the mayor of our town for a day and then you say oh, and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. This is a mess. So he, going on? he did that and he spent he paid that 100 bucks. I guess he did get the mug and the t-shirt and everything. <laughs> and he in on his one one day of being mayor, he banned heterosexuality. <laughs> In Hell, Same. Michigan. Yes. Why not? So he wants only gay people in Hell. And he said his desire to become mayor was a joke in response to President Donald Trump's restriction on uh, travel to the U.S. from a handful of Muslim countries. So that was a couple of years ago, August 2017. Now this year, he has decided to come back with a vengeance. And he purchased the town. Let's see. he per- The town is a five-acre commercial property. And it was on the market for... Anyone want to play real estate prices right on the town of Hell, Michigan? There's 70 people. 
you can spend $100 on being the mayor for a day. Mm-hmm. So how much do you think the entire town is if you were to purchase it? Let's go with th- 350 350000 or $350 million? I was going to say dollars. But- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, three fifty. Uh, Justin, Ginger, Justin, do you have a guess there? Is, which, are you using the mic? A uh, hundred thousand. Okay. <laughs> this is a YouTuber though. He doesn't have that much money, does well, he? Well, he has a lot of subscribers. I mean, he has. Let's see. Oh, I'm in the wrong job. Jesus. Yeah, I know. We have to. We we have to just do random crap on YouTube <laughs> because it really doing random crap on the radio does not pay as well. What do you think, Emmy? Uh, Emmy's been helping out too during this time, and I, I want you to. What are you saying? Seventy-five thousand dollars. You are all low. Uh, especially the three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> he purchased it. This guy has like five hundred thousand subscribers, so he has plenty of money. It was on the market for nine hundred thousand dollars in 2016 so I guess he paid about that I can't imagine inflation has driven the price up that much so now that he owns it he says I have a young audience oh okay so yeah he's he oh yeah he's more than 500,000 YouTube subscribers and the acquisition was intended to enhance his political portfolio by engaging his followers so now I mean if you want to go to gay hell Michigan I think that's a much better uh, marketing tactic it might drive tourism to that town I mean I as as a queer person, do you want to go to Gay Hell, Michigan? Take a little Instagram picture there? No, I live in Gay Hell, America. So, uh... <laughs> Population six billion. So, yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> we don't need a mug or a t-shirt. At all. Yeah, at all. <laughs> but Interesting. Cute for him. That's cute a for really him. good point. Thank you, Travel. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a little break. We've got more Drop the Subject on the way. You're listening to, yeah, Drop the Subject on your radio and on radio.com. Stick around. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. This is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Travel Anderson joining me today. Yes. Travel Anderson, I spoke with you last week. We talked about how you're gender non-conforming and you mm-hmm. use any pronoun. You don't... I use them all. So you... Him, her... Uh, and they... They, she... Do you use MX? M- I, you know, the New York Times, you know, refers to people using like Mr. and Mrs. for gender non-conforming people. They use MX. Um, I mean, sure. Why not? I only care that like... <laughs> my name in the is, basket. My name is spelled right on the check. That's all that really matters to me. <laughs> right. Um, you can call me whatever. As long as it's done like in a respectful way, um, that's all I care about. Okay. What, what would be a disrespectful way then? Like, you know... <laughs> Something popped in my head that I can't say on the radio. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess aside from the obvious, like insults. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's just. It's just like you know how when somebody's talking to you and like you can tell based on like their inflection in their voice that like they meant that as a dig. Oh, I see. Right. Right. You know, and so it's just like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's when I want to fight somebody. Right. Exactly. But you know, we well, don't want to do that all. The time. I want to say I just admire your nails. Do you can't look too close because I haven't had them done in a minute 
I broke both of my thumbs. I was moving this past week, um, past weekend, um, and broke both of my thumbnails. Oh, God. That um, sounds And these painful. are mine, right? These aren't, you know, No, yeah, I can tell that those are yours. Thank and you so much. That's something that, as a lesbian, I will never have long nails. Well. That's one way you can always tell that a lesbian is a lesbian. I, so I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> but I also just, I don't, anyone who has really long nails, I'm like, I don't know how you type. I don't know how you go to the bathroom. I'm like, I would just be sitting there going, like, Edward Scissorhands, I'm not able to do anything. There's this girl on Instagram, her handle's just Libby, and she has, like, the very long acrylics, and she did this video, because people always ask her, like, how do you use the bathroom? And she literally, like, showed how she, like, wraps the tissue around the nails. You gotta do a little, like, pancake thing. Yes. I see. It's interesting. (laughs) But it's like, is that worth it? Is it worth doing pancake every time you go to the bathroom because you love those nails so much? I guess it is. I suppose so. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, Well, just the reason that I asked you about what kind of uh, terms you like or dislike, and I asked you earlier in the show about the saying you guys Mm -hmm. and whether that's, you know, how, when can we use it, when can't we? And the term girlfriends, like I kind of mentioned this with Crosstalk with the morning show earlier today. Somebody saying, like, for example... Uh, this person wrote to Miss Manners. Have you ever heard of Miss Manners? No. Oh, this she's like this old lady, and uh, <laughs> she's like an advice column, right? This gotcha. person says, "I'm a 21 year old woman who is very close with my 86 year old grandmother. I see her all the time, and uh, and this this 21 year old woman is bisexual. So, and I guess she has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, it, it, it bothers me when my grandmother refers to her female friends and my female friends as girlfriends." Like, oh, your girlfriend's coming. She's like, but she's not my girlfriend. She's my friend. My girlfriend, girlfriend is somebody different. Is this a term that we still should be? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, How old did you say this person was? This person is 21 years old. Uh, Their grandmother. Year old question. (laughs) This person, the grandmother's 86. I feel like when you're 86, come on, you got a little bit of a free pass. Like you can't just be blatantly offensive, maybe, but. They're in it. They lived in a different time. They lived in a different time, but also it's your girlfriend. Shut up. <laughs> Whether you're having sex with her or not, it's your girlfriend. I have politely corrected her when she refers to a female friend as my girlfriend. Uh, and like the, the, the woman says, I no, I'm not dating her grandma. We're just friends. But then she continues to do it. She's in good shape physically and mentally, and she holds progressive opinions. So it's likely not a matter of an old dog not being able to learn new tricks. That see, as a grandma, I'd be offensive to that. You call me. An old dog? What the riff, hell's the matter with you? Right. Uh, is this an ingrained generation difference, or could I persuade her differently? And what do you think Miss Manners said? Just shut up, I hope. She said, shut up, you dumb bisexual <laughs> crazy. No. She said, you know, you probably can't persuade her differently. <laughs> Which I think is probably good advice. Why don't you just let sleeping dog, sleeping old dogs lie? Listen, all right. Okay. Uh, we've got a lot more to look forward to. We have another two hours of radio coming up, and oh, yes. this is Drop the Subject. We have a lot to get to still. We have Just the Tip Tuesday. We have not even dug into that yet. Uh, there's also an urban wildlife crossing that they're installing over freeways so that animals can safely cross the road. All kinds of... <laughs> your jaw dropped. And we have uh, all kinds of... The, we, you're going to do a News It or Lose It. We're going to do that as well. Yes. So uh, stick around. Lots to come. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and on Radio Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject.
Got to play Celebrate once an hour on Channel Q. <laughs> Let's do it. We got to always, we always got something to celebrate. <laughs> this is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson. Travell Anderson is joining me today. What's popping, everybody? You are the director of culture and entertainment at Out Magazine. That's what they tell me. That looks good on the res. Doesn't it? Yeah. I, I negotiated for that title. <laughs> it's basically entertainment editor, but I was like, I want a better title. Yeah. As you shimmy one of your shoulders. Um, I was in Lake Tahoe this past weekend. Uh, there was a whole drama going on with my family because we, we have a cabin there that my grandpa built. And there was, a, there was a, oh no, we almost lost the cabin kind of like Hollywood story going on where it was like, we're going to lose the house. And then at the last minute, we found out we weren't losing the house. It was very exciting. Anyway, we were there. We were, you know, taking Ubers and Lyfts and ride shares, blah, blah, blah. And... When we were on our way home from dinner, I got into an. I, I called an Uber and I saw the Uber driver's name, and I thought to myself, I have to talk about this on the air because I don't think anybody <laughs> will be able to get the spelling of this woman's name. Okay, her name was Kimberly. Her name was Kimberly. All right. She had. I screenshotted the information, so I'm not going to tell you a ton, but I will tell you that her name is Kimberly. She's blonde. She has a 4.94 rating. A fun mm. fact about Kimberly, I love traveling. Interesting. <laughs> Is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's been a rideshare driver for one and a half years. She's made 1,800 trips. The question is, can anybody on this show, Ginger Justin, Travel, anybody can participate, can you properly spell? I don't even think those seven kids that won the spelling bee mm. could, could get this one. But what is the proper spelling for I this have a quick woman, question. Kimberly? Yeah, you you mentioned that she was blonde. So is she, is she white or is she she's of white? Color? Okay, I'll tell she's you white. that. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, all right, okay. Oh wow, I'm but I will now. say that she is from another country. Ah, uh, okay, okay, K. You're correct. <laughs> That's uh, oh wow, the music. Okay, K. K. Nope. I. Because <laughs> you said it was different. Kimberly. <laughs> you said it was different. Kimberly. Okay, K, no. Uh, okay, K, yes. <laughs> e, no, I, no. Why? That's not the next letter. Okay. But there is a uh, Y involved. I'm so confused. Okay, so K. H. Yes. Okay. K-H-Y. Yes. M? Yes. B? Yes. E? Uh-huh. R? Uh-huh. L? Uh-huh. I? Uh, nope. Y? Nope. E? Yes. <laughs> Two E's? Three E's? <laughs> Just, I, if you're buying a valley, I think there's several of them in here. Okay, so we have K-H-Y-M-B-E-R. So that's the Kimber part. Uh-huh. You just have the Lee to figure out. L E E, L E I G H. Yes. Oh my God. K H Y M B E R L E I G H. That is how you spell like twelve letters. Kimberly. And I looked and I said, Oh my God. There's got to be like I understand unique spellings, fun thing to do, and it's like a, a predictable name like that. But there's got to be some kind of a rule. Listen. Eventually, where you're like, this is just too complicated. My family's full of like quote unquote unique names. I have an apostrophe in my yeah. My mother's name is Melanie, but it's M-E-L-L-I-O-N-Y. Wait, say that again? <laughs> M-E-L-L-I-O-N-Y. 
but I O N Y. Oh, wow. <laughs> Melon, Melanie. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but this woman, I got in the car with her, and she is from South Africa. And she speaks fluent English and Afrikaans. So All right. interesting. That's that's uh, that's Kimberly for you. All right, lots to come on. Drop the subject. We're going to do more than just spell out names. Have a spelling bee here. We're going to learn from <laughs> the animals. We're going to news it or lose it. We have just the tip Tuesday to get to. So stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill is on the East Coast right now. So I am joined by his buddy, Travel Anderson. You guys are friends, right? We are actually real friends. You're yes. real friends. Yes. You, ta- you said you talk every day. Every single day. Have you talked to him today yet? I have. Yes. Actually, he texted me in the first hour of the show. He was like, I'm listening on the plane. You guys really? are doing great. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So we're getting good reviews from Jared. Great reviews. Okay. Yes. How exciting. <laughs> Phew. I was doing this just for him. It was an audience for one in my mind. Uh, that's great. Okay. Just the tip Tuesday. Here we go. Now, do you consider yourself, Travel, to be a morning person or no? Are I'm, you one of those people who's really chipper as soon as you wake up in the morning? You're I'm an all day, day person. Like I, I, I listen. Life is always good with me. I mean, I'm getting that vibe from you, and it's making me feel happy. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Especially today was tough for me to get up. I'm going to be honest. I, I had a late night last night, and uh, getting up early this morning and coming into the station, I was it was dragging my heels. It's been it's been a rough. I'm I'm drinking re, I'm drinking an energy drink right now, and I never ever do that. Uh, so, it, it, but then to come in and have you be so happy and positive, it, I mean, it, it is infectious. It puts me in a oh, good thank mood. You so, so I thank much. you for that. You're so kind. So, but you do you get up early in the morning? I is it easy for you not. to get up? Okay. Um, but I also, as you mentioned, I'm the director of culture and entertainment for Out Magazine, mm. and the entire team is East Coast based. Oh, I'm the oh only Lord. one based out here. Mm. So, like, we have meetings at, like, 8 a.m., 9 a.m. their time. <gasps> so I do have to pop up uh, and be semi-alert for those meetings, for so, those calls. Okay, then are you putting your, you're like, you're, you're getting out of bed and then getting in front of a computer for a meeting at like five and six in the morning? Correct, Oh, yes. Lord. Okay. Um, it could be worse, though. No, it definitely could be worse. <laughs> I could be unemployed. You could be unemployed and have no no Skype or no yeah no meeting at all. Uh, so this is I have never been a morning person. I was forced to be a morning person when I was doing morning radio for about four years in the Bay Area. I had to get up at four four o'clock every morning. Yikes! It was rough. Yeah, you never really get used to it, especially if you're not a morning person. And I think I've become a little bit more of a morning person since those days. I used to be a hey I'm it's like ten a.m. and I'm just getting up kind of person. Uh, I've never been a very positive person in the morning. It takes me a little while to warm into the day. Not that I don't, it's not that I'm not a positive person. I do consider myself to be positive. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just getting used to being alive. <laughs> I'm just getting used to the feeling of being conscious. It's jarring for me every morning. But if you're like me, then here is your life hack for Just the Tip Tuesday. Here are five ways that you can become a morning person or at least make the mornings a little easier for yourself. I don't necessarily agree with the things on this list. We will decide as we go through them. Here's number one. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's work from five and go all the way to the, to the number one. Number five is something that my wife does, which is keeping a morning journal. Mm. When you get up, you write down your dreams, you write down what you're thinking, uh, what you're manifesting 
ding in your life right now, your goals, aspirations for the day, things like that. They say it's a great way to motivate you throughout the day. That seems interesting. Like all those people who do wake up and like journal in the morning, it's like, oh, that's cute for you. (laughs) You know? That's so fun that you made time for that. Right. Like, uh, no. I have done that. (laughs) I have done that before, but... I've only I've never done it for more than three consecutive days. Mm. I've been like, oh, you know, because it, it actually does help me to write down some things. You know, you, you have a moment to yourself. You just kind of get to hang in bed for a little minute, write out a few pages of whatever you're thinking about, kind of warm up your brain a little bit. And then you're like, all right, now it's time to make coffee or whatever. Um, but I can't go more than three days doing that before I'm like, okay, I need to sleep in. Enough <laughs> with you, journal. Yeah, so, that's interesting. Yeah, it says it gives your brain as uh, as much clarity about your goals and f- uh, uh, give your brain as much clarity about your goals and focus on the feeling of achieving them. That's the benefit of keeping a morning journal. Okay, number four. This is another thing that my wife does that I don't. Make your bed. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Making your bed every morning is a great way of ensuring you are not tempted to go back to sleep when you wake up. Lies. Okay. <laughs> Lies, science. <laughs> what do you you mean? are crazy. I'll just go to sleep on top of the cover now. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll go to the couch. Thank you very exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is, I mean, I do think that I don't like doing this. It's not my motivation, but when Katie does it, my wife, I, if I get up and then I, you know, get in the shower or whatever and then I get back into the bedroom and the the bed is all made. I'm like, ah, you know, I feel like, okay, the sleep time's over. It's time to go into the the rest of my day. It, the, the bed's not open going, come back, Allie, come back. <laughs> the other part of this is avoiding technology. And what do you, what is the first thing you do when you wake up? Do you look at your phone? I sure do. So does 99% of the population, I think, at this point. Unless you're one of the people with a flip phone. There's nothing really to look at there. <laughs> but <laughs> avoiding technology is another thing that will kind of get you ready and into the day. Because if you really just sit there and look at your phone, you could probably... I mean, what, another 40 minutes will go by? And then you're like, oh, I've been sitting in bed just looking at Instagram for the past 40 minutes. And I haven't really done anything. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, apparently there is. (laughs) Because it won't make you a morning person. Okay, there's a few more here we have to get to. We have to take a little break. When we come back, the rest of the uh, Just the Tip Tuesday, if you're not a morning person, these are the life hacks that will change all of that. So stick around for the rest of them. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson, Travell Anderson hanging with me today as Jared Hill has ventured off to New York. Gallivanting and stuff. He's out prancing around in the heat. And I think it is pretty hot there right now. Um, But I hope he's enjoying himself. I hope he's staying cool. He is listening and he apparently approves... Yes. Of how the show's going. Which yes, is he does. Uh, we are in the middle of. I just want his approval. Uh, and you're a journalist too. I feel like now there's mm-hmm. this trend of smarter people than I co-hosting oh, no. with me. Oh no. Oh. 
uh, we're talking about life hacks right now. This is Just a Tip Tuesday. If you're not a morning person, these are apparently the five things that will change everything that will make you a morning person. I don't know if I agree with this list so far. So far, it's keep a morning journal and make your bed and avoid technology. Those are all things that seem time consuming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But avoiding technology, I guess, is not time consuming. But that one's, I guess, the one that I can get down with the most. Number three on this list, and we're going from five all the way up to one. This is uh, creating a solid evening routine. So morning, good mornings are directly linked to having a good evening. If you set yourself up for success the mm-hmm. night before, you know, you're not watching TV until 1230 or falling asleep with the TV on or, you know, just scrambling and getting, you know, working up until the last minute. If you have some time to decompress, that can set yourself up for a good night's sleep, which sets you up for a good morning and so on and so forth. I think I can agree with that. Yeah, that I think I, that one I can do because I also try to like, like... I've started putting like my phone on do not disturb after 10 o'clock. See, I don't know why I'm so afraid to do that. I feel like my alarm's not going to go off. But it does. But I'm scared. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just feel like I'm so nervous that it's maybe not going to... Maybe get an actual alarm clock. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What? Am I supposed to go to a Goodwill? Where do I even find one of those? Is there a Radio Shack still in existence? Amazon, I'm sure, has everything, right? I'm sure they have like, you give it like a pack of 10 of them for like $4. Right. <laughs> Actually, I did get a, an alarm for my wife that's a, wait, it's like a good morning alarm where mm. it, it, um, it, it does like, it's basically like a glowing clock and then it slowly glows to be like daylight ah. over the course of 30 minutes. Instead of like sound. Yeah, it just slowly uh, illuminates over the course of 30 minutes to make you feel like it's naturally daylight and then at 30 minute mark, it starts with birds chirping. Mm. Now we, we've only used it a few times because <laughs> um, we ended up just getting up and turning the birds off and right. then going back to sleep. But I guess the, <laughs> uh, it's still, maybe we have to go back to that um all right number two is the one that i have the biggest problem with okay to be a morning person you gotta wake up earlier <laughs> so now that don't just don't that don't make no sense try get, try getting up 15 minutes earlier than and then extend the time each day until you have enough time to do everything you need to do in the morning the thing i need to do in the morning Sleep. I'm about to say, I'm confused. <laughs> that, I, what? So that's what I always read these lists of like, here's what successful people do. Uh, here's what makes them successful. They get up really early in the morning. They work out. They cook themselves a breakfast. They read like seven books and then they start their day. You want to know why they can do that? Because they have an assistant to do all right, the work Right, because they for have them. money. Exactly. Okay, were they doing that when they were like in college? I don't no, think so. they weren't. Trust okay, me. so I, I not, not, it's impossible for me to get up before... I'm supposed to. Yeah. If I look at my clock and it says 6.15 a.m. and I don't have to get up until 6.45, I'm snoozing until 6.45. (laughs) I'm not like, well, this list said I have to get up earlier in order to be a morning person. So I'm just going to get up and what, write about how I want to be asleep? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. In your journal. in In my stupid journal and making my bed. (laughs) <laughs> All right. And then finally, the number one most important thing when you if you want to become a morning person, when you're not naturally a morning person, is to create a morning routine. Ah, this is a very important step to becoming a morning person. Write down a list of things that you absolutely need to get done in the morning. Don't write down sleeping. 
that's not that's not <laughs> that how it works work. <laughs> uh it can include things that you need to do in order to have a productive morning you can't function without coffee or tea in the morning you got to add that to the list maybe exercising is something that's on the list i tried to do meditation in the morning mm-hmm. and then i would just fall back asleep oh no <laughs> i'd be like relax the day is gonna be <laughs> and that was it um and then you know i tried to do a little yoga in the morning that's something that again only lasted three days that's the thing is i try to do this morning routine stuff and you gotta then get past the three day it mark. dies yeah it dies after a while what is it so it takes like two or three weeks to create a habit sounds like me going to the gym like i have i have the the membership that i pay every month but like oh you what so you have the membership yeah. and you continue to pay it but how many times do you go to the gym <laughs> Just as much as you wake up earlier than you need to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. When we get back, we're going to delve back. We're going to get, we're going to take a hard left turn, as Jarrett would say. And we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's been going on in the Dominican Republic. Uh, if you've been on the fence about traveling there, <laughs> get off. Maybe this will, yeah, get off the fence. Go back. Go back. Because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the, some of the hotel rooms. There's nine deaths that have happened over the past year. So, we will break all that down. We'll get to a lot more than that, too. So stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson, Travel Anderson joining me today. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And... In the first half of the show, I did our normal News It or Lose It, where I presented five headlines. You decided what we newsed and what we lost. And now the tables have turned. They have turned all the way. (laughs) And now it's your turn to present me with five headlines. And I decide what we news and what we lose. And then what we news we get into at the top of the next hour. You ready? Let's do it. Okay, these are all over the place. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I can't wait. All right. Okay. Boy 4 secretly drives great-grandpa's car on a mission for sweets. Oh. Oh, I love children driving vehicles. Um, hmm. I will news that story. Okay. I want to hear more about that. All right. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Um, Police, colon. Woman was drunk, but no DUI for toy truck joyride. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Toy truck joyride. You know, I think last week, was it last week or was it the other day? We covered a woman who had gotten her whole body stuck in a toy car. That was last week. That was last week. Yeah. And then they had to cut her out of it with a butter knife. A butt. Wow. Yeah. So I'm because we covered a toy truck story last week. You're I'm going to news this. I'm going to I'm going to lose this one. There we go. This one's interesting. They wanted a son so much, they made their daughter live as a boy. Oh, you know what? I do want to hear about this. I saw that headline, and I was like, what is the mystery underneath this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's break that down. Sounds good. Gotcha. Baby found dead near park. Oh. Turns out to be realistic doll. Oh, man. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I want to know more, but then I'm also like, is there that much more? <laughs> is there? Mm, let's lose it. Let's lose it. Yeah, Alrighty. I guess so. Last but not least, 
man arrested at JFK airport after 34 live birds in hair curlers found in case. Yes, I, yes, <laughs> everything about that I want to know you're about. Pulled in. Yeah, you're pulled exactly. in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there there was another story that I read about a bunch of ants were jumping out of people's carry-ons, and I think they had to divert a flight or something because of it. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, ants. I, mean, I know. I know. Everyone was like, "Let's make a movie about snakes on a plane." <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, they should have done ants on a plane. Ants it's a, a really plane. slow movie <laughs> of people slowly dying. The movie's with, happening. You don't even know what's going on. You don't even yeah. see the ants. <laughs> yeah, it's just people are disappearing, and that's it. Okay, yeah. All right. So, what are we newsing again? Let we me. We are let me recap newsing here. man arrested at JFK Airport for finding thirty-four live birds in hair curlers. We are newsing in, in the hair curlers. Oh, listen, the story's juicy. Okay. Uh, the, the, we're newsing. They wanted a son so much, they made their daughter live as a boy. And then we are newsing boy four secretly drives great grandpa's car on a mission for sweets. <laughs> oh, I wonder what four four years old. I mean, listen. you're barely even being able to. I mean, that's you. You don't even know compound sentences. You can't yet. even see over the over the <laughs> yeah. steering wheel. Yeah, I mean, it must have been a smart car. It's the only thing I think a little boy that young could drive. We will find out we, shortly. We will find out. All right, we'll break down those stories next. This is uh, for news it or lose it. You're listening to drop the subject on your radio and radio.com. Stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Moving right along on Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson and Travel Anderson. Joining me today in Jarrett's place. You know, when someone's going to skip out on you on work, <laughs> they need to find a good substitute. And at least Jarrett did that. Do I Do I, I, I fit? Yes, yes. Okay, great. No, it was great. And, and so it was just like the, some random person on the street. Like, yeah, let's put them in front of a microphone, which would have been interesting in its own way. But I'm glad that he left me in good hands. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And now we must dive in to News It or Lose It. News It or Lose It. So first up... Hold on. I forgot. We gotta do this glorious intro Drop again. The subject presents <laughs> News It or Lose It. Now you may proceed. That is really glorious. <laughs> It's all about the intro. So we actually first, have an outro, too, isn't it? Yeah, but oh we never God. use it. Super produced here. I love it. <laughs> so, okay, there's a little boy by the name of Sebastian. Okay, oh, He lives adorable. in Blaine, Minnesota. Even more adorable. And, you know, one day he was being watched by his grandfather, Roy, and Roy wasn't paying attention to him. And he was like, I have a sweet tooth right now. I need to satisfy my sweet tooth. So even though I'm four years old, I'm going to go grab these keys, hop in the SUV. Oh, it was an SUV? It was an SUV. Oh, man. And I'm going to drive a mile down the street <gasps> to the gas station to get me something to Okay. Eat. This is, I'm just going to, a child prodigy. <laughs> Gotta be at this point. If you are able to say, hey, I have a sweet tooth, which before you even really have adult teeth. <laughs> And then to say, I have a sweet gum, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm sweet teething right now. Now, no one was hurt, okay? Um, But the car, you know, had a a little, you know, 
couple bumps and bruises, mm. a couple mailboxes sure. in the neighborhood were, you know, hurt. Hey, I've been um, there. And he has a small bump on his head. Um, <laughs> uh, he hit a tree and he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He hit a tree? Um, um, but it's uh, fine. I don't think you can wear a seatbelt at four. <laughs> well, I guess you're, I don't think he would be able to sit and hit the the pedals. Right. You wouldn't you know? be able to be in a seat and have a belt. It just wouldn't work. But so now the family is like, you know, they're like now, apparently he climbed on his grandfather's walker in order to get to the keys. <laughs> and so now they're keeping the keys locked away in a box. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, a friend of mine has a dog that will get into anything. I mean, she, he, she put food on top of the refrigerator. The dog knows how to get on top of the refrigerator oh, now. She had to uh, then put a lock on the fridge, like an actual lock. The dog figured out how to get up, how to unlock it and get in the refrigerator. <laughs> I mean, they put like bricks on the trash can. The dog was able to get through those. I mean, if a sounds like to me, they need to do something with the dog. <laughs> Like train it? <laughs> That's one way, yes. <laughs> but I mean, I guess if you are a strong-willed dog or small child, you're always going to find a way. I'm curious as to see what this four-year-old boy does next. Sebastian is taking no prisoners. Sebastian is such a great name for any child. I, Katie and I have talked about what names we would have for our children mm-hmm. when we have them. And we want to go with like fun old names like that. Like we were like Oliver and then we're going to dress him like a little British boy. <laughs> or like Sebastian would be a great Sebastian's one. Sebastian's a good one. Mm-hmm, because- I feel like if you go with Sebastian though, like you are you want a child that's like not going to listen to you. Like Sebastian <laughs> yeah. just sounds Sebastian. like... Sebastian! <laughs> 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 like, what? I want him to swim with the fish or whatever. Exactly. You know? Yeah, okay. Cool. Next up, okay, they wanted, I don't know how to read, they wanted a son so much they made their daughter live as a boy. Okay, this is a story done by CNN, and it's actually a little bit more complicated, or actually less complicated, I guess, than you may think by the headline. Okay. All right? So, there's a 13-year-old who goes by the name Mangal Karimi. I know I butchered their name, so <laughs> forgive me. Okay. Um, and they live in, West, in a small village in western Afghanistan. Okay. Oh, okay. By all means, it looks like, you know, just a regular old boy helping his dad, you know, in the field. Sure. Turns out the boy's actually a girl. Okay. Okay. Uh, who her name is Medina. She's one of seven daughters. Oh, so they gave her a completely different name too. Yes, she's one of seven daughters in this family. She was the one chosen by her parents to live as a boy under this Afghan tradition called Bakcha Posh. Okay. Which, posh. 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 Okay. Something like that. <laughs> it's translated to mean dressed as a boy, and basically, I guess in Afghanistan. It, if, if your family only has girls, it's looked down upon. And so it's this tradition where they have one of the girls dress <laughs> and live as a boy until they go through puberty and then they return to living as a girl. What? They're, so still, they're just trying to like trick everybody? I guess they just want to appear to be to have a boy in the family. It's like that old classic, like you put two people on each other's shoulders in a trench coat and you're like, I'm an adult. <laughs> Voila. It's like, I don't think that's how it works. And she she goes, I mean, she basically moves through the world, quote unquote, looking like a boy. Her She has long hair, but it's tucked under a right. hat. She wears boys, boys clothing outside of the house. Um, but they still expect her to you know when mm. she goes through puberty to to present as a woman and get married and all of that great well, stuff. Well yeah that's a hard transition to make if you if like if you're liking dressing as a boy 
And you're like, well, now I mean, you have me raised in in boys' clothing. I'm doing boys' stuff. I really yeah. like doing boys' stuff. So then when I hit puberty and I have to then completely switch gears and and you know do a dress and all that stuff and learn completely different skills. That's that seems not fair to the well, kid. It seems like something that she's she's looking forward to being able to like quote unquote be a girl. Like that's what she said in the interview. And so it seems like it's just something that's just like expected, right? Like it's just yes, you will live and work as a boy on our family farm and when you hit puberty you will be a girl and you will look huh. forward to that. You will be seen as a girl, I guess I should say. I wonder how they pick which one is going to be the boy of the group. Like, okay, we have five (laughs) girls, and then you're like, whoever draws... (laughs) draws Whichever one of you last two. Right. right. All right. You draw the long straw. Probably goes to the youngest, because it would take the youngest the longest to get to the Uh puberty stage, right? right? But then if you're going to tell people and do CNN interviews, what's the point? Well, you know... (laughs) (laughs) I guess this is the whole point to fool everyone and think that you have a... But boy in the family? I yeah. I don't know. Wow, interesting. It's interesting. I uh I kind of wish a little bit that my mom had done this. You're like, you can live <laughs> live and act like a boy. I'd be like, Great, awesome. Then that, that little suit that I wanted to buy when I was eight years old makes total sense. That's actually what I wanted to do in the first place. Huh. Cool. <laughs> next time. Next yeah. Next, next life. in the next life. Yes, yeah. Yes. Well, life. because my mom said that when she first had gotten pregnant, she actually had a miscarriage and she was supposed to have a boy. And then she had me. So <laughs> mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I'm just gonna let that hang there. Yes. We can move on. Last one, okay? <laughs> a man got arrested after trying to smuggle 34 live birds ah. in a carry-on that were stuffed in hair curlers. You saved the best for last. Yes, because this is crazy. So this guy, he, Francis, you know, was on this plane from Guyana to JFK, which is in New York. Maybe maybe Jared's flying into JFK. Oh, um, yeah, maybe he saw this guy. And, <laughs> and the 39-year-old was planning to take these birds and sell them to be used in apparently a lucrative bird singing competition that happens in New York City. <laughs> That's the gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> because the parents- These are for a bird singing competition. And, and, it's and they shoved them in my hair curlers <laughs> and my name is Francis. <laughs> it's really amazing. They're called Guyanese finches and apparently they have better singing voices than their U.S. relatives. <laughs> and he was planning to sell them for $3,000 each. Oh, wow. So that's, that's a total of around $102,000 that he was planning to collect. And then what happens when they seize these finches? You know, like if you if you seize, you know, weed or cocaine or whatever, even, I mean, with that stuff, you I mean, the TSA is supposed to just dispose of it, right? But what do you do with a bunch of rare animals? You probably return it, I would imagine. Yeah. Right? Um, and apparently this is a thing. So the U.S. Customs and Border Protection has seized approximately 200 finches in airports across the U.S. in 2018. And in <laughs> December, a passenger was arrested flying from New York to Guyana who with 70 live birds in a carry-on bag as well. Also hidden inside hair rollers. Hair rollers is the thing. Apparently. I guess that's that's the way to smuggle a finch. If you're going to smuggle a finch, if you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, re- I remember reading about kimono dragons being smuggled through uh because people were going to what's what's that island is it kimono is it the island of kimono 
Is that a Komodo? thing? Yeah, Komodo dragons. There's like an island where there's just a ton of Komodo dragons. And then ah. people have been... Sti- These things are huge, yes. too. They're like hundreds of pounds. How are they smuggling them? I don't know, but they're smuggling them into like the U.S. Like or alive trying to or say- Yeah, alive. Oh, because wow. they're trying to sell them as pets and stuff like that because mm. people get on these weird animal trends where it's like Game of Thrones everyone wants to own a dragon yeah or, I feel like Mike Tyson has like a tiger or something <laughs> like that I might have yeah. made that up no I think that sounds about right yeah I feel like because like they were Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, then people have to get cr- creative about how to smuggle these animals in through. I mean, just it's amazing when you pick birds. Those things are pretty noisy. They are. But so. I guess m- maybe the hair rollers like <laughs> dampens the sound or something. Yeah. Interesting. Well, the, <laughs> there you have it. That is your news that or lose it. Thank you, Travel. Thank you. Uh, and we have postponed it. We must get to all of the weird stuff that's going on in the Dominican Republic right now. This is crazy. So we will go through. Uh, there's a a timeline of when people have gone missing up until just the most recent case. Uh, Of course, the true crime fanatic in me is obsessed with this and I want to break it all down. So we'll get to that before the end of the show. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Thanks for hanging with us today. I'm Allie Johnson and joined by Travel Anderson. Yes. 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 And uh, of course, if you missed any of the show, there's lots that you missed. So you should catch up on all of that by going to wherever you find podcasts and entering Drop the Subject, or you can look it up on radio.com. There's uh, you can subscribe and download there as well. And of course, rating and reviewing. I know that we live in a culture where everything needs to be reviewed and rated. (laughs) And then I'll ask you to submit a survey about the review that you left (laughs) and how your experience was on a 1 to 10 scale. Uh, So please do all of that. Definitely helps us out. Okay. Travel. Yes. Last year, we uh, got an invitation from somebody who lived and worked in the Dominican Republic to travel there. And stay for free at this really, really nice house. (laughs) I, we were all excited. We were actually Mm -hmm. starting to confirm, you know, the dates of when we were going to go. This was a friend of, it was a distant friend of my wife's who she knew from, you know, another job, whatever, years ago. And this friend was like, I'm, my boyfriend is super rich. He lives in the Dominican. He has a big house there. Mm -hmm. Let's, you know, you can stay, you know, as long as you want, you could stay for a couple weeks. You know, I'll take you around the Dominican. It's going to be so fun. We were like, great. That's awesome. We were trying to nail down when we were going to go. And then they broke up. Ah. And she was like, I'm leaving the Dominican. I don't live there anymore. So we didn't end up going through with the trip. Lucky you. Now, (laughs) I could not be happier about that because it seems a lot of people are visiting the uh, Dominican Republic and not a lot of them are coming back. Listen. This is a crazy story. And I thought we could kind of break down because there are nine total people that have died after visiting the Dominican and the timeline and the circumstances are really interesting. They don't necessarily think that any of them are connected yet, but just listen to some of this. So we'll start with the first one. This woman, her name was Yvette Monique Sport. She died, this was about a year ago, it was June 2018, so a year mm-hmm. ago. She was in the Bahia Principe in Punta Cana. And she was there with her sister. She traveled with a group of friends. She was on her first vacation in eight years. So everyone's telling her, Yvette, you got to take a you got to take a vacation. It's been mm. eight years. You haven't gone anywhere. 
Then she she goes and visits the Dominican. She t- goes to take a shower. She went to bed after having drinks with her fiance at the mini bar. And then uh, her fiance heard her making like a gurgling sound in her sleep. Next morning, she was dead. Okay, so that the family is still waiting for toxicology reports. I can't imagine why they would take a year. Listen. <laughs> What is Can going you- <laughs> on? What listen, is going on? Listen, I think that maybe you should check back in. Maybe we'll write a follow-up email there. <laughs> then, uh, this, uh, I have to see. Oh, July. So this is a month later. Mm-hmm. David Harrison, 45 years old, uh, from Maryland, died at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana. So same area. Mm-hmm. And this is the Hard Rock Hotel. Remember that because there's a couple cases that happened there. They were celebrating an anniversary. Uh, she said her husband returned from a snorkeling excursion one day. Uh, this is all, also all of this is available on CNN. This is a really great uh, kind of timeline. And he was not feeling well after snorkeling. Then early the next morning, he was sweating, unable to get up, and then he died. Cause of death listed as a heart attack. So in most of these cases, I think in all of these cases, there's no like blunt force trauma. There's no gunshot. There's no stabbing. It's all stuff that's very mysterious. You know, you had a drink at the minibar or, you know, you had a quote unquote heart attack or you died of natural causes. Let's move on to April 12th of the following year, looks like. Mm-hmm. Robert Wallace, 67. This is another thing is a lot of these people are... They're grown. They're, yeah, they're like, like middle-aged or, right. or Full older. Full-on adults. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times when you hear of like a murder in another, you know, country where it's like, oh, all these tourists are dying. It's right. usually younger people. Yeah. I mean, if I'm completely you know, generalizing. Young white girls. <laughs> right, exactly. Know? Yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, so this person is from Turlock in California, died after becoming ill at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino mm. in Punta Cana. Uh, more than two dozen members of his family were all there for a wedding, and he became sick after going to the mini bar after drinking scotch. So we have another mini bar and another of the same hotel. Yes. Then, say, at, at the end of April, John Corcoran, who is the brother of Shark Tank TV star Barbara Corcoran, I had no idea this played into it, also died in the Dominican. They said he died of natural causes, but I think he died in his hotel room as well. Mm-hmm. And he frequented the Dominican Republic. So he's somebody that goes there often. It wasn't like a first time, you know, first time there or anything like that. Then we move on to May 25th of this year. Miranda Shope Warner, 41 years old. Uh, of Pennsylvania checked into the Bahia Principe. That's another resort that also was uh, where Yvette Monique Sport died. So there's a a theme here with a couple of hotels and the resorts that are the same thing. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. She took pictures in the room she shared with her husband. They were celebrating a wedding anniversary. She had a drink from the mini bar. Fell ill. Something's in the alcohol. I think we should just safely say if anybody is going to the Dominican, do not get anything at the mini bar. Toxicology (laughs) reports are pending still. Death is inconclusive. Then we had Natalie Holmes and Cynthia Day, 49 and 63 years old. That was on May 30th. Then we had Leela Cox, 53. That was recently. That was just on June 10th. And then Joseph Allen, 55, on June fi- on June 13th at Terra Linda Resort. So this is insane. I don't know. They Again, I, they said that there is no 
direct correlation between mm-hmm. these deaths. Like the, even the U.S. and the Dominican are saying we we don't know how these are connected. But I think there's something in the water, okay? <laughs> so maybe we could start there. Don't go to Dominican Republic and don't drink anything. Don't yeah, which I mean is tough when you're on an island, right? So <laughs> bottled water only. Yes, bottled water. Buy your own bottles of alcohol. Yes, or just maybe go to Jamaica instead or something. <laughs> maybe just pick a different tourist destination until we figure this out. Uh, we have more to come. We have to learn from the animals. We still have not gotten to that yet. And puppy dog eyes and the history of them and what they mean and how they've evolved over time. Apparently dogs are, they're effing with us a little bit. (laughs) So we will learn about that when we get back. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new channel. I sound drunk. Drop something. <laughs> Wind down here. Four hours to do that to you. Yeah, I know. Well, I used to do four hours all the time. Now now I'm used to the, the two. And so now I'm just getting used to double timing it again. But I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Anytime they'll let me in the building and in front of the microphone, I will take that opportunity. <laughs> I am Allie Johnson, and this is Drop the Subject. Uh, Travell Anderson, of course, has been hanging with me all day. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Travell, are you a an animal person? Do you like animals? I am not. <laughs> uh, decidedly, I grew up in a household where we just didn't do that. that. Uh-huh. Not um, even a hamster, a hermit crab, nothing? No. Not even fish. No. Nothing. My mother was not into <laughs> any of those things and so I am currently today someone who is not into any of those things. Do you? Would you say that if a dog walks up to you, you do you have no desire to pet it or to... Zero. It, you, okay. Absolutely zero. I will um, if I, if in the moment I feel compelled but like normally it's just like, ooh, why You're is this like, dog oh, touching hello. me? Hi. It's like, because they're, they're always like, do, do, dogs in particular also know I don't like them so they don't like me. It's just like a mutual thing that we've agreed upon. Okay. Um, and so it's just like, you keep walking, I'll keep walking. <laughs> yeah, dogs are like, mind your business and I'll mind mine. There we go. Got it. Yeah, my mom is not really a big dog person, but for some reason, they she's not really a big pet person. Mm-hmm. She always tells me to get rid of our cats. She's just like, <laughs> why are they allowed on the furniture? I'm like, they're cats. They're, but they're... same. Uh, why? One, the thing I hate the most about living in Los Angeles is that y'all got dogs in the restaurant. <laughs> what are you doing? There's dogs everywhere I'm now. I'm eating. There's do- <laughs> And you got Lassie all sitting here, you know, all up in my bowl. What is going on? All up in my bowl. <laughs> yeah, I think that like I'm on board with some dogs in some locations. Like I actually think dogs should be allowed in airports because airports suck. So I would like anything to have like an animal, even like a like they have a a, a therapy pig that walks around some airports just Mm-mm. to make people be like, yeah, no, no, Mm-mm. a not. pig. <laughs> Why do He's you have babe little, just running around the airport? They paint its nails. I've met this pig. They paint the nails? That yeah, can't they, be safe. Yeah. <laughs> they paint its little hooves red, and it makes people happy. They like being able to interact with an animal because it de- decreases the stress of the airline experience. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I wouldn't vie for an animal in like a grocery store where there's a, yeah, you're hearing pounding right now. Okay. Yeah, there's a- Can there's, they hear there, it? <laughs> yes, I believe that the people can hear this. Uh, there is a sound space being constructed uh, constructed right below our feet. Ah. So that is, they've let us know that there will be screwing and hammering.
hammering, apparently. Do they know this is a radio station? Yes, they do. Okay, great. Yes, they do. They said they're trying to do it in the off hours. I think a lot of times they try to work um, (laughs) overnights. But yeah, I think they've chosen lunchtime now. Well, lunchtime on the East Coast, of course. Dinner time in the... Or lunchtime on the West Coast, dinner time on the East Coast. Uh, Okay, anyway. The reason I ask is because I do think that even though you don't enjoy animals, Jarrett doesn't either, which I've learned, but I do think we can learn from the animals. So without further ado, learning from the animals. And this has to do with puppy dog eyes. You know, there are a lot of people who do love animals, and the reason that they do is because they're just so darn cute. You look at those little eyes, they're looking up back at you, whether they're kitten eyes or puppy eyes or, you know, whatever, little baby pig eyes. For some reason, those eyebrows perk up and you, your heart just melts and you will give them whatever they want. Well, it turns out researchers think that there's a reason for this. It's not that the dogs love you and are sweet and innocent. It's because they know that you are a sucker and they can get something from you if they give you these puppy dog eyes. This uh, th- this has actually evolved over time. Dogs with a- are evolving new muscles around the eyes to help bond with their two-legged friends. They say bond, I say dupe. But this apparently <laughs> promote, uh, prompts a nurturing response in humans, and they have realized this over time. So they're developing muscles that will make their eyes appear larger, more infant-like, and also resembles a movement that humans produce when they are sad. So even if the dog or the animal is not sad, they give you this appearance that they're sad, and you're like, oh, no, uh, Sparky really could... What should I should probably give him these pork rinds, Mm-mm. or I should probably take him. At- <laughs> See, this is why I don't do animals now, because they they be they they be manipulating us, <laughs> and we are supposed to be the the superior species. Yeah, and we are. I think that we are uh, going backwards in time. Because We're losing we, the battle. We are losing the battle. We're giving animals all the power. It's true. And like you said, dogs are allowed anywhere now. We're letting dogs run the show. Some people let, uh, <laughs> believe that animal lives are more important than human lives. <laughs> Listen, you know? okay. We'll refer back to Harambe <laughs> and Cecil the lion. The internet yes. flipped out yes, over those animals actually. dying. And of course, it was terrible the way that they died. But still, I mean, there are plenty of people Listen. that died. We just went over nine of them in the, in the <laughs> Dominican Republic. Okay. But I think that where we can apply this to humans is mm-hmm. that humans do this too. You meet a guy or even a girl who you know looks like they have an honest face or they look like a nice person and you believe everything that they say and they turn out to be crazy well yes or on the flip side there's someone who could look super creepy or like a serial killer they end up being the nicest person ever so not likely but <laughs> no I mean, especially if they have the mustache they're probably just a serial yeah, killer that mustache listen <laughs> and if you have three first names I mean you're definitely a serial killer that's, that's just history but I think what we can learn from the animals is that they are duping us and we can dupe each other so why don't we not take people for face value don't judge people just on their eye muscles get to know them a bit and maybe see what lies beneath because we are all using signs and, and these signs are misleading in, yes. in human life duped. and canine life don't be duped is what we're saying and don't put all this on cats that cats are evil okay dogs are just as evil they're just hiding it well all animals are evil <laughs> so you know <laughs> okay. there you heard it from Travel Anderson all animals are evil 
Thank you very much. Uh, this is Drop the Subject. we got a little more to give you, so stick around. Uh, you're listening on your radio and radio.com. And, of course, you can catch everything that you missed on the podcast if you just search Drop the Subject on your wherever you get your podcasts and on radio.com. We'll be back. Stick around. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. <laughs> Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson, Travella Anderson, thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure having you, thank sir. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, I thought we could close it out by talking about Nike and these new mannequins. I, I think that when we're trying to change the world through mannequins, it's worth talking about. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. So... Nike is trying to do something different. They're trying to be progressive. They're trying to promote diversity. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's always companies that are like, I'm trying to be progressive. And you're always like, is this forest or is this organic? I'm not really sure what's going on. (laughs) Just throw a rainbow flag on it. Yeah. Put a rainbow. It's like, put a bird on it. Put a rainbow flag on it. (laughs) So basically, Nike has come out with this new mannequin. It is a, a... a plus-size mannequin, and people are, quote-unquote, outraged about it. And I was like, why are people outraged? I Like, is it... Are they outraged because it's too big? Are they outraged <laughs> because it's not big enough? I don't know. Because when you look at mannequins, they're usually... Very emaciated. I mean, yes. Usually, if you look back on the size, the dip- the display size, it's like a zero or a double zero. Right. It's nothing that most people can fit in, and the average body size for a woman is, I, th- I think, between fourteen and eighteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the the mannequin that they came out with is, and it, the picture is. I mean, it stands out because there's all these super skinny models of uh, the mannequins. Of right. course, the regularly emaciated, and of course, it's Nike, so they're a little muscly too. These mannequins, they're like super fit, skinny, skinny mannequins. And then there's a, a larger mannequin, and her hands are kind of over her head in this kind of I I would say like body positive yes. pose, yes. right? Of being like, yeah, I'm rocking my my uh, my leggings and my sports bra, wearing um, you know, it's not a shirt, it's just a sports bra and some some workout pants and leggings. So people are mad about this because it is quote immense, gargantuan and vast and heaves with fat. Heaves. The disrespect. <laughs> gargantuan? I mean gargantuan <laughs> is like a word that I would only use for giants. Right. I mean that is just a really strong word. Heaves with fat. Is another word that I only, I mean, I, I, I'm like, that, that is this doesn't make a any strong, sense. strong reaction. It just doesn't make any sense. Because, like, you would think, right, with so many people thinking and believing that, like, larger people should be losing weight, they are advertising workout clothes. You would think that you would be in favor of this. Right, right? exactly. Even those people of that mindset, I get what you mean. Yes, like those people who think that, like, oh, my God, these people are unhealthy. They need to do some working out. You would think that they would be like, oh, yes, this is a good idea. Right, you're promoting plus size people. Exactly, to, to get active. 
active. Yeah, to be active. And just because you are a bigger person doesn't mean you can't be sexual or you can't show exactly. off your body. Exactly. So, I mean, seeing this is, I like seeing it because I, I have a couple of friends that are, I, would, I mean, average size to, right. to plus size. And I really admire, like, they, they will work out without a shirt on. And mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's mm-hmm. great. I mean, the gym that I go to, too, is really, I feel like, diverse. There's a lot of different types of people there. That's what I like about it. It's not just a bunch of emaciated, starving people right. that are trying to get through a spin class without passing out. It's actually people with bodies and people who live their lives. Exactly. Like, you know. So I, I mean, I feel like me looking at this, I'm like, I see, I, I feel like I see that in my group. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's great that that's there. And it's Be- also like, why haven't we had this before? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Like, I mean, it's 2019. Come I mean, on. yeah, we need more plus size models. We need more. I mean, it, it's it's crazy. And I I actually saw this a mannequin like this at Target as well. Mm. She wasn't this. Uh, I think that this woman is this mannequin woman is a little bigger than the one I saw at at Target. But the one I saw at Target was like it seemed like an average sized person, mm-hmm. like a normal person. Maybe that's the problem that they have with it is that it's it's a decidedly plus size person yeah, as like opposed to is... a quote unquote real size right. person, right? Yeah, and I think that's what people were, I mean, compared to the other mannequins around, she looks large. Mm-hmm. Like she looks way larger than the other ones. I think you need, maybe you got to throw in a couple of other buffer <laughs> ones <laughs> right? because I think people were like, oh my God, this is like comically <laughs> large. And I mean, it's not, but compared to the other ones i think that we need to give mannequins faces that's that's my thing Do i think we? that all of them look a little i mean i don't sh- think they need faces okay because i mean the woman next to her has a headband on she's got no face <laughs> she's got a headband on with Maybe no they ears. don't need heads at all you know, like the the fancy mannequins that are like have half the head chopped off. But that's horrifying too. Is it? Oh, I thought it's like artistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think the mannequin world is very interesting. To where sometimes they like to paint like a couple of eyelashes on there. Yes. And like a half smile, and Not you're like, artistic. okay, if you're gonna go to full, you gotta go full face. Give us you can't a full face do, or don't do just, it at all. Can't do a half face <laughs> or like a little painted hair quaff <laughs> because that that's just confusing to me. I think that maybe. Hair but no face. Hair but no face. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, like, at like the Forever Twenty Ones in the world of the world, they put wigs on the mannequins. Oh, I can't picture those. I haven't been in a Forever Twenty One in forever. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's because I have no longer Twenty One, so I should no longer be shopping there. Lies, uh, lies, lies. Uh, well, I'm all for this. I know you are too, yes. Travel. So all of you people that are uh, saying that it's quote unquote glorifying obesity, go eat a sandwich and shut up. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you for hanging with us on Drop the Subject, and we will be back tomorrow with another live show. Travel, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. So so much for having me. And uh, who will be in the seat tomorrow? We have no idea. Beyonce, guys. It's going to be Beyonce. <laughs> is it Beyonce? You'll have to listen live to find out. Uh, this is Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson, Travel Anderson, and who knows tomorrow. Uh, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Drop the Subject. On the next show, the co-host chair will be filled by none other than comedian Justin Martindale. Spoiler alert, I think he's gay. We'll also talk to the only out LGBTQ athlete at the very conservative Brigham Young University, Emma Gee. Spoiler alert, Gee is also a fancy type of hipster butter. See you then. This promo brought to you by Hipster Butter. Drop the subject. Weekdays, 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern on the new Channel Q.